0: All right, back into it with David Wills, Peter Sherman, and Stephen Holliday. We've been discussing some doings at the legislature, and uh, we've got the special committee that Doug Ford struck in the aftermath of, uh, well, winning the election, uh, but there was so much bitterness and bile towards the liberals and the profligate spending, he decided that uh, there would be no fewer than four audits going line by line, looking into how the wheels came off with... Spending of the taxpayer's dollar. So the special committee struck has nine members, six are conservative, three are NDP, and no liberals to be found because it's, after all, uh, a spotlight on, as I said, their spending. So let me throw it around the horn because what they're doing now is unpacking the Fair Hydro plan where senior liberal operatives warn Kathleen Wynne against these devious accounting machinations where they set up a trust fund and, you know, they're going to defer... uh, well, they're going to, going to put it on the rate payers somewhere down the road. Grandkids uh, were going to have to be paying for it. And the Auditor General said, well, it's going to cost, by her account, anyway, $4 billion more than necessary. So all of this is now starting to unravel, and it's being scrutinized. Let me ask you, David Wills, I mean, is this a legitimate endeavor here, or do you think it's petty politicking just to uh, – or is there something at play here beyond just wanting accountability?
1: Well I think it's all those things the you know the the premier did run on on doing this and he's fulfilling that. I do think that there is some it's worthwhile. I think on the fair hydro plan, it was criticized at the time by both the NDP and the conservatives and others that, uh, exactly what they're finding now. I think what's new is that the we find out that the Liberal government actually got advice from liberals saying that the senior was a bad members idea. yeah senior members that's all that's new. It was a bad idea then it's a bad idea now. But I think that they haven't really found that. That's not really a smoking gun. Like I think the you know they talk about finding corruption and other things. These are just bad decisions. Uh, There isn't really anything that's been unveiled yet. Uh, It shows you
0: how policy was made, despite uh, you know sober second thought given by your advisors.
1: But that's not the 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 stolen money kind of thing that they were looking for. This is
2: just... Well, we, just scratching take, the surface. Now we'll get, we'll drill down. Okay, to, sure. Okay, okay. Yeah, fine. Mm-hmm. Stephen Holliday? Well, I just, it shows the desperation leading into an election to come up with some zany public policy that didn't make sense. I always thought about this as, it's like going to buy a house and then amortizing the mortgage over 40 years or something, you know, the mortgage is going gonna to be done after you're dead or something like that. But, you know, stretching this money out, how can the taxpayer win? You're going to be paying all that interest. So... You know, public sector accounting is its own branch, its own uh, system. It's super complicated. Going through, back through an audit like this through a panel makes sense because accountability and and transparency is a tenant to government. And if, if people aren't confident in their government... Uh, You know, what do we have? So I encourage uh, Mr. Ford and this government to go through these type of exercises to unpack those decisions so that people understand what they were all about and to glean the lessons out of them so that people don't repeat mistakes like that. But
1: do do remember the Auditor General does do that job and found the same thing last year. Well, like this wasn't
3: new still worthy of having a select committee and and may I just throw in the fact because you uh, you uh, said John that uh, there are no Liberal members, there are no Liberal members because there's no Liberal Party <laughs> otherwise they would have places at the table and I'm not being a smartass, it's it's a, a fact of life, number one. Number two, it's loaded with PCs because the legislature is loaded with PCs but they are looking at and, uh, and uh, listening to the forensic experts say here's what happened. I'm going to tell you something, I don't think they're going to find an awful lot of thievery if they find anything at all. They're going to find misappropriation. They're going to find this kind of thing, which, we, as you say, we knew, uh, w- which is basically we want to look better by offering a 25% reduction in hydro. All right, and, well, what's uh, the point of the exercise
0: done- though, Peter? I mean, is it to embarrass the liberals or is it uh, because the, the public has a need to know? What, what's the point of the exercise?
3: Th- uh, you know what? If uh, With a gun to my yeah. head, I think the point is you're going to have a huge deficit this year. We've already been told that. I think what they're going to wind up doing is is taking back some of this stuff, making sure that hydro rates are brought down to earth, and it's not going to be done by kicking the football into the future and having our kids' kids pay for it. You're going to have to take it in the neck right now through your taxes, but at least you're going to get hydro rates that, that are fair.
0: All right. Finally, let me ask, because it was uh, the way we started the program this afternoon, <laughs> lit up the board. Uh, Giorgio Mammoliti is taking some heat uh, in social media because in his campaign, uh, in his particular ward, he's running against uh, a woman Tiffany Ford, no relation to Doug and uh, family, but nonetheless, a uh, former trustee, uh, black woman. This is Jane and Finch. And uh, Giorgio had referred to some, some people living in Toronto community housing as cockroaches. That became code for a racist slur. Uh, I think he was referencing about 1% of the thugs who inhabit these places and uh, make it a living nightmare for other peaceable folk who just uh, want to go about their business. David Wills, do you think what he said is racist and offside?
1: Yes, I do. He also uses language where refers to black people as they, them, uh, living in segregation. Uh, you know, the you're like anti white man type of things. He Well, is, he was indicted for being an angry white man. That was the first slur towards him, wasn't that racist? Yeah, and then he referred to them as being in segregation and he uses he's using loaded language and that comes at a cost. Giorgio Mamaliti has a long history. He deserves to be defeated in this election. He's a terrible counselor. You can think of a long list of things where he's been offside and done things that are inappropriate, and you can't think of a single thing he's done that's done well. He's been a counselor forever, forever, and yet these, all these problems exist, and he's the only one who can fix them? Give me a break. He's got to go. Stephen Holiday.
2: Well, I know Giorgio Mammoliti. He sits a couple of seats away from me at council. His Please office tell me I'm no
1: Giorgio Mammaliti. I, I gave you a completely compliment Completely different people, I'll tell you that
2: for sure. Uh, but look, he is, uh, what's the saying, dumb like a fox? Mm-hmm. He knows exactly what he's doing, <laughs> precisely what he's doing. He says crazy things, uh, but you know what, they, they, they speak to his support base. So I think that his Facebook posting in this case, where he used inflammatory language, That you or I may interpret that way works for him because that's the marketing that he's trying to do. And uh, he's in tight. Uh, There is a tough election going on right now, and uh, strange things are going on out there. And it doesn't surprise me that we get comments like this. It would not surprise me that we would get more. But I would say that they are very calculated. Uh, because there is a segment of the population that likes to read that kind of thing, and perhaps Georgia know this, knows that those are the kind of people that go out and vote for him. Well,
0: you're almost suggesting dog whistle politics here, but uh, it makes it worse. worse of it. <laughs> and finally, Sherman weigh in on this. I mean, when he uh, indicts, you know, some people, he says some uh, living there in community housing as cockroaches. Uh, Is that a a racist slur?
3: No, I don't think it was. Well, I I suppose it could be interpreted that way. David did. I don't. And I don't only for one reason. I know Giorgio Mammoliti is not a racist and I know that he didn't go out to do that. That said, I wish Giorgio had picked up the phone and said, Peter, can you help me with some wording here or John or any, you know, (laughs) we all wish that. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't uh, use the best of language and, and you know what there, there's plenty of blame to go around. I, if you want to talk about angry white men, there are four of them sitting here right now. Uh, on, on some level, on some days. And Giorgio, yeah, he's probably an angry white man a lot of days. But there are people who uh, he he uh, relates to who are his constituents in the area of Jane and Finch who have some issues as well that he seems to want to help with. But I don't think that uh, he's done that with this. I think he's inflamed it. It would be nice to settle everything down and and... Hopefully we will after the election, How whatever it goes.
0: All right. Well, I'll settle it down right now if you want. Uh, we're done for the day. Another great one for Talk Radio. Thanks, guys, for coming in. David Wills, Peter Sherman, Stephen Holiday. Stephen, good luck to you for uh, Monday. And uh, we'll see You know, if you're still persona non grata
2: or you're in good sta- standing by the time next this well, time next. Thank one. you. Fingers and toes crossed, but we're mm-hmm. working 110%, and uh, I feel good.
0: All right. Very good. Thank you all.